Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vredenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 72, and the topic for today is growth mindset. Now, this topic came to me as a result of listening to another podcast. I regularly listen to the Harvard Business Review podcast, and they had on a guest by the name of Carol Dweck, who was talking about her book by the title of Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. I then went over to the Facebook page that we have at facebook.com slash lifehabits and asked you, the listeners of this podcast series, to prioritize a number of topics, including this one, to see what level of interest there was in me doing an episode on this topic. And of all the topics that were prioritized, this one made it to the top of the list, and as a result, is our topic for this particular episode. Let's start, as we always do, with a series of quotes, and on this topic, there's some really good ones. And even though I try to limit, based on the suggestions that one or two of you have made in the past, to not have as many quotes, there's so many good ones on this topic that I ask you to indulge me in reading to you these, I think, really insightful quotes about the topic of mindset. Dale Carnegie says, Most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed no hope at all. Henry Ford said, Anyone who stops learning is old, whether at 20 or 80. Anyone who keeps learning stays young. Arthur Rubinstein said, Don't tell me how talented you are. Tell me how hard you work. Mark Twain said, 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you did not do than by the ones you did. Albert Einstein said, and I love this one, it's not that I'm so smart. It's just that I stay with problems longer. And Carol Dweck herself on the growth mindset said, what did you learn today? What mistakes did you make that taught you something? And what did you try hard at today? So, let's start off by getting into the topic a little bit more by providing somewhat of a definition or sort of a grounding or context for what this topic is all about. There are really two mindsets that Carol Dweck talks about. One is the fixed mindset, and the other is the growth mindset. And it's also interesting In the preface to her book, she also talks about the fact that she started off life being a person that really had a very strong fixed mindset and only over time herself even developed the growth mindset as well. So let's get into the what these things are. So in a fixed mindset, people believe that their basic qualities, things like intelligence or talent, are simply fixed traits. You're born with them. They don't change. They spend their time documenting the intelligence or talent instead of really developing and developing them more. They also believe that talent creates success, that it doesn't take effort. It's just you have the skill and talent or you don't. And 
as Carol Dweck points out, and what I totally agree with, is that they're basically wrong. So the fixed mindset is a way of thinking that is really, really inappropriate and works against you as a person. In the growth mindset, people believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work, and that really the the brains and the talent are just the beginning, are just the starting point. They're important, but they're not the whole story. They're really just what you start with. And the growth mindset really creates a love of learning and a resilience that's critical to significant accomplishments. And virtually all really, really talented people have this growth mindset rather than the fixed one. And my hat's off to Carol Dweck for having written the book and really been making this concept one that is better known because a lot of what you've experienced in life and even what you learn and the approach that you learn in school often, unfortunately, is one that is that subscribes to this fixed mindset. And in many ways, that hampers or handicaps people from really exploring and going for the greatest potential that they have or realizing the potential that they have fully. So Dweck talks about four steps to changing your mindset. The first is to develop the talent for detecting or listening for your, what she calls, fixed mindset voice with lines like when you hear yourself saying or you're thinking, are you sure you can do it? Maybe you don't have the talent. What if you fail? Those kinds of lines and those kinds of thoughts are indicative of the fixed mindset. This notion that you have only certain qualities and that if you have those qualities, you're really set. But if you don't have them, you don't have them sufficiently, you know, you probably shouldn't try because you might be, you know, embarrassed. You might fail. That's a devastating way to think. And yet I would be willing to bet that many of you, many days, either listen to or even generate yourself those types of concepts and those kinds of thoughts. So Dweck says that you need to start changing your mindset by detecting when you're actually exhibiting the characteristics of a fixed mindset. So start off by understanding yourself and when you're actually thinking in a fixed mindset way. Number two is to recognize that you have a choice. And this is a theme that I have talked about on many, many of the podcast episodes we've done together, that we as humans have that incredible ability that many of us don't realize and don't often enough exercise, which is the ability to step back, think, choose, and take a different path. This is, a lot of the time, stuff that's in your head. You can simply detect when you're exhibiting a fixed mindset voice and then realize that you can take a different path. You can interpret the events and occurrences due to the fixed assets or or attributes, or you can interpret them as having growth potential. So number one, detect when you're 
doing things that are like fixed mindset types of thinking. And number two is realize that you can turn those into growth mindset ones as well. And number three is talk back to those ideas that you've detected that are problematic in being too fixed mindset like. You can talk back to them with a growth mindset voice using the terminology that Carol Dweck uses as well. I'm not sure I can do it now, but I think I can learn to with time and effort. So, you know, anybody can expect failure at any time. And if all you ever did was try to prevent yourself from experiencing failure, you're never going to grow. You're never going to develop new skills. You're not going to hone the skills you have if you're not going to change your your thinking and try. And number four is to take the growth mindset action to when you've now decided what the alternative way is of thinking about this stuff to execute on basically that new way of approaching the situation. And also, as I say many, many times in these podcast episodes, listen to yourself, practice this as well, so that you can then further develop and hone this overall skill. So there are many situations, and I really do recommend you read the book if this is a topic that interests you. The book, again, was Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And she gives excellent examples, many, many, many of them, that really are, I think, the key to hearing and reading about the kinds of of lines, the kinds of thinking that you should be interrupting and making from a fixed kind of mindset approach to a growth one. And and some of the examples that she has gotten into and, and also even reports the results of some research in this area as well, that if they took two sets of uh, students that were going into the very same classroom or, or you know, level of, of, of classroom and took a a growth mindset approach in one classroom and a fixed mindset approach, meaning the teaching style and the ways in which the teacher communicated. If you took that same class, they divided basically a a group of students in half from the ones that were all going into one or the other of these classrooms. So they made sure that they were of equal talent, so to speak, or accomplishment as measured by various tests and grades, and then had them go into either a fixed mindset teaching environment or a growth mindset one. And after not a lot of time passed, there was already a significant difference between the two with the growth mindset teaching style leading to much greater accomplishment, much greater development of skill and abilities and resulting marks on the various indices of success as well. So this was a a notion of simply using different types of terminology. And the, the ones that she recommends and and ones that are now in my mind kind of iconic as representative of the two approaches so that she provides advice to teachers and parents and other leaders basically of not saying and think of how often you probably have said this in the past to your kids or if you don't have kids to others around you when somebody does something well you 
often catch yourself saying, you're so smart. You did such a great job and you're so smart. You're so talented. Lines like that. As opposed to, and that's a fixed mindset kind of phrase. And she argues that a growth mindset approach is to say things like, you must have worked really hard and you put in a lot of effort and look at the results that you got from the effort that you put in. And she argues that the fixed mindset approach, the you're so smart, reinforces this notion of that it's something inside them, the person that you're speaking of, and that it's something that really is kind of unchanging. Uh, All it is is an indication that what you did was because you had some innate talent or intelligence that was just expressing itself. On the other hand, the growth mindset sort of reinforcement says, you know, It's really great that you put in really good effort. What's the person going to do next time based on the one or the other of those responses? On the you're so smart, Dweck points out, and I think is very accurate, the person's going to next time say, man, I'm really worried that sometime in the future they're going to detect that I'm not so smart. What if I don't do well? Then I'm going to be detected as being the one that doesn't have as much talent as everybody thinks I have. So I'm going to avoid trying to have that be detected. So... The alternate approach, if, if you're saying, hey, look, you worked really hard on this. Now you think, okay, there's something I can do about this. I'm being rewarded for having spent significant effort on it. I'm going to spend even more effort on it, even do better. And guess what? <laughs> Go and try more things, approach more situations, challenge more, and develop, you know, that much better and faster. And there's not a fear of failure because you're being rewarded for the effort you're putting in. So go put the effort in and, you know, what is going to have more of an impact on overall success? Trying to avoid failure or working harder and trying to learn more, trying to perfect, not trying to develop even better skills. The answer is pretty clear that the latter is much, much more effective in developing skills and abilities and getting better results. So there are many examples that she gives of of this that really reinforce this notion. And you know, I have to tell you that when I read that about the the parental style and and the like, uh, I've fallen into that same trap of the fixed mindset as well by talking about when talking about music oh you're so talented in music or when it's uh, about math or whatever that oh you must be so smart i've fallen into that as well and realized quite frankly and have really been working at trying to change the terminology that i use as well i actually talk to my kids about uh, that change as well and now they actually uh, call me on it and say oh yeah yeah that's the fixed mindset line isn't it <laughs> so that's actually uh, quite uh, interesting in itself but th- it gets them to think really too about that this thing isn't all about innate abilities and it's all about really developing your talent better and you know back to my favorite quote of the quotes that i mentioned earlier the albert einstein one it's not that i'm so smart it's just that i stay with problems longer and there are many many examples you know of that as well uh, you know i've talked before about the uh, the company apple and its products and having talked about in one of the podcasts here as well steve jobs and the description of him in the biography that uh, came out a while ago and he very much had that growth mindset as well from the point of view even of product development that you don't simply assume that you've got something that's great that you constantly 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 try to get better at it keep cycling on it keep 
perfecting it. There's always some way to get more effective at it as well over time. So this applies to all aspects of life, I would suggest. And again, I would strongly recommend if this is a topic that interests you to get a hold of Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. Now, before we finish up, I wanted to also just touch on a little bit of the feedback we've been getting for the podcast in the iTunes store. The U.S. iTunes store has somebody by the handle of UJED saying, one of the best five stars. Carl's life habits programs are very well composed. Although he has a wealth of experience, he relies on research findings to support his suggestions and techniques. The programs are well organized and the flow is logical and a thoughtful sequence. Very few digressions and very few war stories and very little preaching. Carl includes helpful suggestions on how to implement the ideas and habits he discusses in each podcast. A five-star presentation. So thanks so much for that. And in the Canadian iTunes store, Halifax Mind Focused is the handle. Says, thank you. Five stars. I feel that your advice is having a significant and positive impact on my life. I can see the changes. Thank you. And that's really great to hear. I really appreciate the other comments about the podcast and various aspects of it. I'd love to hear more from you all with regard to what kind of impact any of these ideas are having, what's working for you, what things did you try that didn't quite work out as I may have suggested that it would. Give me a bit more feedback on, you know, how that is working and what kinds of insights you may have gleaned yourself for how to take maybe what I had and and further strengthen it further with some additional ideas as well. Jay Hill in the Canadian iTunes store says, amazing, five stars. How is this not in the top 10? Great podcast for people looking to improve their lives. Wonderful. Turns out actually, Jay Hill, that it generally is in the top 10 uh, list in the self-help category. The, the way that iTunes works is that there's a health category and then part of the health category is the, the self-help one that takes sort of all of the podcasts, at least this is how I figured it out, all of the podcasts that are in the health category and then takes the subset that are self-help related and lists those and gives the top 10 there as well. And this podcast is on a regular basis in the top 10 in that list. And I thank you all for that. That means that there are a lot of you downloading and listening to this podcast series. It also means that a number of you are going into iTunes and rating and commenting on it as well. I think that that's the kind of thing that gets it into the top 10. And I wanted to also mention that it's also in the top 10 for self-help in countries like South Africa, the United Arab Emirates, India, China, the Philippines, Singapore, and New Zealand, and many more. But I wanted to point out there aren't either any or very few ratings or reviews, comments from any of those countries. And I'd love to hear from you. And if you are in any of those countries and somehow don't want to provide uh, any of that material in iTunes, that's okay too. Send me an email and you can reach me at lifehabits at gmail.com. So with that, I'd like to thank you all for listening to this episode. I encourage you to develop a growth mindset. also want to again thank you all for taking an interest in 
improving your lives, and developing more effective life habits. We'll talk to you next time, and bye for now.